Welcome to Immerse City Now podcast. It's our mission at East City to see lives change one person, one block, and one city at a time. We pray this podcast impacts your life so that you can emerge to who God has created you to be. Well, grace and peace, and God bless you to everyone that is joining us this afternoon. We want to praise God for you all. And we want to thank God for you joining us this afternoon right here on Emerge City. Amen. And we bless God for his presence, for his anointing, for his power. Amen. And for you being here with us. Hallelujah. And so we just give God praise for you all. Uh, we want to thank God for those of you that are joining us from wherever you may be watching from. And we want to make sure that our uh, um Open Network family is watching with us, and I'm trying to make sure that we share the stream as well so that you all can get in and receive uh, on today. Listen to me. The Lord has a word for us today. Hallelujah. And I'm hoping that you are ready to receive on today because I'm ready to share. Hallelujah. Amen. But before we do that, um, I want us to get ready to sow our seed into good ground. So before we get this word and before you get busy in your day and before whatever goes on that goes on in your life today and the other things that you have on your list, let us set aside some time to be able to sow into good ground on today. We want to be a blessing to Emerge City. Amen. And we want to bless God. Amen. For my spiritual son, Prophet Davon Felton. Amen. Who is the visionary of Emerge City. Amen. And so we want to be able to bless them on today. Can you do me a favor? Amen. And get your seed ready. And they're going to put it on the screen, all the different places that you can give. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you can share, amen, and partner with us today, amen. Uh, dollar sign, if you want to give to uh, Cash App, you can give at dollar sign Emerge City Give or go to their website and you can go to www.emergecity.org forward slash give, okay? Wonderful. www.emergecity.org forward slash give or by cash app the dollar sign emerge city give and i want to challenge you today to just get a good twenty dollar seed in your hand you know what i'm saying from wherever you might be wherever you are watching from and i want you to get your good seed listen to me we are in the season of Yom Kippur, amen. We are breaking into Yom Kippur on today, amen. And so we are preparing our hearts and seeking the Lord. And this is the season as we have entered into the new year, 5781. And we want to be able to sow our best seeds, give our best offerings, amen. Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage you today to get that $20 seed, put it in your hand, amen, or get your, your, uh, your, uh, what do you call it? Your device or however you want to sow. Amen. Hallelujah. And you can sow by way of Cash App or you can go to the website and you can sow on the website. Amen. And so I don't want you to miss out. Listen to me. The Bible explains to us that, that God gives seed to the sower. And if you don't know why you don't have seed, it's because you're not sowing. So I want you to break that cycle today. 
by getting that $20 seed and putting it in the ground and being a blessing, amen, to this ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. And so all of these things that we are using, it costs for the overhead to be able to have nice overlays and uh, to be able to, you know, use interfaces that allow us to put up our logos and all of those things of that nature. And so we want to be able to, you know, take some of the weight off by being a blessing. We want to say thank God and good morning. Amen. To Apostle Noah, who is watching us all the way from Canberra, Australia. We bless the Lord for her. Amen. Embassy of Hope. We thank God for the people of God there. Amen. Hallelujah. And we just bless the Lord for our partnership with them. Amen. There in the South Pacific for the word of the Lord. Amen. To go forth throughout all of the world. Amen. And so I want to pray with you. Let's pray over our seed and then we're going to pray over the word and then we're going to get into this word on today. And so, Father, we just thank you, God, for all those who gave on today. Father, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that you would touch them, that you would cause their seed to multiply in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, for your glory that you would, Lord God, breathe on this seed, that you would cause increase to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. We ask you today, mighty God, that you would have your way. You see whatever their needs might be. We pray for their bills. We pray for whatever is overdue that this seed will be the miracle seed that brings forth much fruit. And so, God, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory, and we declare that it is so, and so it is in Jesus' name. And, God, even as we go into the word on today, I pray, God, that you would teach, that you would speak, that you would declare, that you would release, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would allow your word to speak to us in the name of Jesus, wherever people are watching from, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, that you would speak speak to their hearts and cause them to receive on today in the name of Jesus. And we bind every spirit of distraction, every spirit that the enemy would send to try to snatch this word out of their hearts. We declare and decree that this seed will fall on good ground and that your people will be able to go forth in power and authority and in your glory in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. So we thank God on today hallelujah glory to god and so we want to get our bibles we're going to go to the word of the lord today we're going to matthew the seventh chapter matthew chapter seven amen hallelujah glory to god matthew chapter seven hallelujah praise the lord and we want to read all right we want this from the esv praise our god Amen. All right, Matthew, the seventh chapter. Amen. We're going to start at the 24th verse. Amen. And we're going to read this from the ESV. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matthew 7. Amen. I might I might need somebody to send a link to, 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 to my admin so she can get on here and do some reading. Come on here, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7, we're going to start at the 24th verse. Amen. And it might help me if I put on some glasses. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And again, we welcome all of you, all of you who are watching. Amen. Uh, we want you to tag and share. Amen. Repost. We want you to, amen, start watch parties, parties if you are watching. I can't get my words out today. Today is just speech impediment Sunday. My God. So, 
Amen. Tag and share and start watch parties. Hallelujah. Amen. And we want you, amen, to bless somebody so that they can receive this word on today. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Amen. And so we're going to read from the ESV. And it says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them, hears these words and does them, and not just hear, but hears these words and does them, hallelujah, will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And, any, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So far the scripture, amen. And we thank God for the reading of God's word. And I just want to um, talk to you today because all of us in some shape, form of fashion. We're building something. We are uh, trying to set our ministries in place. We're trying to get things in order. We're trying to, uh, you know, build our businesses. We're trying to establish ourselves in one way or another. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so here we have in the scripture, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he is giving them explicit and implicit instructions. Some things he's saying right out loud, and then there's other things he's saying that unless you're paying attention, you're going to miss it. If you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. Amen. And so he said, everybody who hears these words of mine and does what I am saying, does what I'm saying, follows the instruction that I'm giving. Now, let me just take a quick sidebar trip on the side over here, because there are many of us who like to give instruction, but we don't like to hear instruction. Can I let that sit there for a minute? We want to be the head honcho. We want to be the chief, but we don't want to be the Indian. We do not want to follow the instructions that God has sent for us. You know what I'm saying? We want to be the ones that are giving out all the instructions. We want to be the ones, praise the Lord, that are telling everybody what to do. Praise God. Amen. You know, the Lord said this and the Lord said that. And God told me this and God told me that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Jesus is implicitly implying. He is implying in this that you, amen, cannot always be the giver of instruction, that you have to also also put yourself in a position to follow. Amen. Hallelujah. And so sometimes we have a difficult time following. Oh, Jesus, help us follow my God. Help us follow Jesus. Amen. And so the scripture says that. Everybody who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So where, where am I going today? Today, I want to talk to you about or ask you a question. What are you building with? There are different types of building materials. But my question is, what are you building with? You know what I'm saying? When we look back at the story in Genesis of 
you know, and also in Exodus, well, we're starting in Genesis, when you look at the story of the children of Israel as they were in uh, Egypt and they had to build and they had to make bricks that were made out of straw. And then there came a time where Pharaoh said, I'm not giving you no straw, figure it out. I want you to build, you know what I'm saying? You know, and so now here he was expecting them to build a structure that was going to last through the storms, like the storm Jesus is talking about, the flood's going to come, the rain is going to come, the wind is going to blow. But if you don't have the right materials to build with, when those storms come, when the rains come and start beating upon your house, when the floods come, and it's not if they come, it's when they come, because they are coming. The flood is coming. The rain is coming, okay? The wind is coming. And our problem is, is that we are building with faulty material. We do not know how to settle ourselves to be still, to be able to receive, to allow God to speak and cause us to follow instruction. That's one of the things that we have an issue with is following instruction. You know what I'm saying? And we start good. Many of us, we start strong, but our finish is just really lacking. Our finish is, is, is leave something to be desired. And so I want you to start looking at what you are building with. What are you building your prayer life with? What are you building your life with God? Your relationship with God. What are you building that with? Are you building it based off of, you know what I'm saying, religious platitudes? Are you relig are you uh building based off of your relationship with your leader? Are you building it based off of your associations with different networks and, and organizations? Or are you building your relationship or you know what I'm saying based off of what comes from your relationship with God? And so Jesus is not just telling them about, you know, listening to what he's saying and following what he's saying, but he's also saying, I need you to pay attention to what you're building with so that what you build can last. Isn't it something that we have people who build ministries and their ministries, some of them take off overnight. Some of them, you know, you know, we get to hear from them. They are, you know what I'm saying? Overnight wonders, 15 minute sensations, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden they disappear because they didn't have any root in them. What are you building with? And unless you have the right building materials, I'm telling you, just like Jesus said, that you will find that these storms are going to come and they're going to beat against the house. They're going to beat against your structure and you're not going to have what it takes so that you can stand. Now, I want to tell you about different kinds of bricks real quick. So I'm not a mason, but I'm going to share some information with you that I had to look, you know, and study and, and look into because there's different kinds of bricks that you can build with and they're in different categories and they're used for different reasons. Okay, so the same kind of brick that I would use to put on the facing of a structure is not the same kind of brick that I'm going to use to put on the backing of a structure. And if you don't know that, you're going to put the wrong brick in the wrong place. Listen to me. Even when you look at your life, you know what I'm saying, your spiritual life, and you look at people who are in your life and people who help you to become 
all that God has said that you should be. If you don't have the right people who are the right bricks to help you to build this structure, then you got to, and you have the wrong people. You got folks who are in the back who should be in the front and folks who are in the front that should be in the back. You're going to have a problem because the way that the sun hits in the front is not the way that the sun hits in the back. I'm going to let that sit there for a second. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you have bricks, you know what I'm saying, who that you use for face. And these are bricks, you know what I'm saying, that are exposed. They are visible on the exterior of a structure. Then you have bricks that are called backing bricks. Oh, my God. I just love the title of that, backing bricks. Okay? And they are used, that are, they are used for structure. They are hidden from view. We don't see these bricks, but they're there. Can I tell you that just because we don't see you doesn't mean that you're not still working for God? Just because people don't clap for you all the time, just because people don't know what you do in the background, just because people don't know that you are part of the structure holding everything together does not mean that you are not important. You got to understand that what is on the outside just presents beauty, but what is inside, what is underneath is what is going to cause this building whatever it is that you're building, to be able to have strength, to be able to be fortified against the winds when they blow. Jesus was explicit in his speaking to his disciples. And he said to them, if you're wise. <laughs> so he's implicitly saying in this particular portion of the verse that you are dummy if you don't follow these instructions. And then when you get down to verse 26 and 27, then he says it explicitly, dummy, you didn't follow what I said. Listen to me. You can try to build whatever you want to build, but if you got structural bricks, which are not pretty to look at, you know what I'm saying? But they serve a purpose. But if you put them on the outside, they are, they are not going to do what they have been created to do. And I need you to understand that there are things that God has created you to do. And you got to be in the right place in order for you to accomplish what he called you to do. You can't just be in your old place. Listen to me. I can go to Walmart and I can walk around the Walmart all day long, but my purpose is not in Walmart. I can go in there. I may have a purpose in Walmart. I'm, my purpose is to shop or maybe go get a set of tires or go get something from the pharmacy. But after that, I exit stage right. Why? Because that's not where my, the fulfillment of all of my purpose is. I got to get in position and in a place where I can constantly walk out my purpose, where I can constantly be what God has commanded me to be, where I can constantly be where God wants me to be. And let me explain to you how this works. When I'm teaching you today and I'm preaching to you and you are receiving from other people. Let me tell you something. This I'm giving you bricks today. Every time you hear a good word, every time you hear word that adds to your faith, every time, you know what I'm saying? You sit and settle into a teaching and that teaching, amen, glory to God speaks to you. I'm giving you bricks. And so today I want to give you some bricks and you got to figure out where do these bricks go? Do these bricks go in my foundation? Do these bricks belong? Amen. Amen. On the front facing of this building. Amen. Where do these bricks go? So, so. 
then you got bricks you have bricks you know uh, uh based on where they are placed in the building and then you have bricks that are categorized uh, according to how they're manufactured okay um you have bricks that once the clay or whatever the cement or whatever has been put together they cure it in the air they just let it dry and then you have bricks that are fired father god in jesus name these bricks have been baked in ovens in order to be hardened so that they can be strong so that they can withhold you know what i'm saying within the structure that they have been placed in you may not understand why god is allowing you to go through the fire that you are experiencing while the heat is so hot while these things that you are experiencing are so difficult, while you're tried, you know what I'm saying? You're being tried in your faith over and over again. That's because he's trying to strengthen what you carry. He's trying to strengthen all that you are. He's trying to fortify you. So as he builds you, amen, as a house, amen, as a house of prayer, as a house that carries his word, as a house that bears his name, as a house, amen, that carries his glory, hallelujah, that you you will be able to withstand something. Let me tell you something. It's terrible to spend all your money building a structure with the wrong kind of bricks and you don't stand. Listen to me, the same kind of, 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 of element that bricks that have been cured in the air and bricks that have been cured in the fire, they cannot withstand the same type of pressure. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you got to understand that there are times that God will allow us, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're open to the elements. We're like this unfired brick. We're, we're, we're exposed to the air and God is allowing us to cure in the air. But then there is times that God will put us in the heat of the fire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And God will allow us to go through. Amen. Why? Because he wants us to be able to carry the weight that he is placing upon us, weight that he's placing on us and weight that he is placing in us. Let me tell you something. There is weight that you carry when you carry his anointing. There is weight that you carry when you become his beloved. There is weight that you carry when you carry his presence. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. And if you are not built properly, you're not going to be able to carry this weight. You're going to burst at the seams and you got to let him build you. Amen. Into the house that God wants you to be. Hallelujah. You got to allow God Amen. To break down that old structure, everything that's not like him. Sometimes, sometimes you got to tear the whole house down and start from scratch. Amen. Sometimes they gut the whole house. Amen. And tear out what is, you know what I'm saying, the surrounding structures and let's keep the, the, the foundation and rebuild the walls and rebuild the ceilings and rebuild the doors. Hallelujah. And rebuild the rooms. Sometimes this is what God has taken us to. What? are you building with? So Jesus says it clear. He says, if you hear these words, hallelujah, if you hear these words of mine and you do them, you are a wise man. This word wise is phronimos. He is a thoughtful man. He is a prudent man. Can I tell, let's talk about prudence. 
because that's something that's missing in the body of Christ on today. Let's talk about prudence. Glory to God. You got to be prudent in this hour. What does that mean? That means that because you have the spirit of God in you, you are ahead of the curve. You're not behind the curve. You're ahead of it. You see afar off. You're planning for the rainy day. Listen, it's just like we said, it's not if the storms come, it's when they come. It's not when the wind blows, but not if the wind blows, but when the wind blows. It's not if the flood comes, but when it comes. And because I'm wise, because I'm prudent, because I am a phronemos man, hallelujah, glory to God. I'm thinking ahead at what kind of brick. I need to put on the face of my building. What kind of brick I need to put in my foundation. And I need to be able to pay attention that as I sit under this word, what kind of bricks is God giving to me so that I can add it to my structure? What is it that God has given to me today so that when I walk away from here, I can go and look at my structure and see where I need to place this brick. You know what's missing in your life. You know, you know, these places that are void and empty, you know, these places that you need, amen, that has open spaces and you need God to be able to place something in position in that place. I'm here to give you bricks today. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm here to give you bricks today. A shrewd man, a wise man for Nemos, skillful. Listen to me. Are you a skillful man? When I say man, I'm talking about the, the uh, uh, you know, I'm talking about anthropological man. I'm not talking about, uh, uh, you know, the gene, your, your genes and your DNA. Okay. I'm not talking about your gender. I'm talking about anthropology. I'm talking about you, you as a created being. All right. So are you the phronemos man? They talk about all of these Cro-Magnon man that who never existed. Come on, here's somebody. I'm talking about Phronemos man. I'm talking about the wise man, hallelujah, who builds his house on the rock, who builds, listen to me, and it doesn't make sense to some people to build on the rock. What do you mean? Now, what if that rock's got ridges in it? What if that rock, you know what I'm saying, is not, you know, like a, a straight piece of boulder? What do you mean I got to build my house on the rock? Jesus is talking about building in a stable place. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about building, amen, on his, on his word. Amen. Building, hallelujah, glory to God. And he's saying to you, the place, and you got to catch this revelation. This word, Petra, is the, is the word cleft. <laughs> it's an edge. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. It's a mountainous region. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's stony ground. It's the place where nobody's expecting this house to be. <laughs> why am I laughing? I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing. Because people don't think that you're going to be able to make it because of where you are. People don't think, you know what I'm saying, that you have what it takes to be who God called you to be. People don't think, hallelujah, when they look at you, that you are a strong house and a powerful house, but they don't understand, hallelujah, that what God builds does not get broken into. What God builds does not get torn down by storms and floods and the wind. They don't understand that you may not know why I'm building this house right here. This may not look like the opportune spot or the best place, hallelujah, to build a house, but I got a word from God and his word said, build on this rock. 
He, this is word says build in this stony place, build in this place where it doesn't look productive, build in this place where it doesn't look like anybody's going to come. How do you mean build in the cleft of a rock? This is on a ledge. Who's going to get up on this, on this rock, on this mountain to find this place? You don't know who's going to come. So, so let's build this house. Let's position ourselves. Let's get ourselves in, in the place so that we can be this Nemos man, this wise man who thinks ahead and who sees that, you know what? This doesn't look like a good spot today, but I got a word from God that tells me that next month, this is going to be the best place in the world. This is going to be the place where everybody is running to. This is going to be the place where they're going to be looking for help and refuge and strength and a word, hallelujah, and encouragement and shelter, hallelujah, glory to God. So I'm going to build this house in this place that doesn't look like it's the right place to be. But because I got a word, hallelujah, what are you building with? Glory to God, hallelujah. What kind of bricks are you using? What, what are you using? What are you using? You got brick veneers. These are thin bricks, okay? And they're used, you know what I'm saying, for, for the surface, you know, the clad on surfaces. Like you go out and you'll see some of these buildings that are built, you know what I'm saying? And they use the metal frame buildings and they, you know, like a, a Wendy's or something like that. And they just place the bricks right on the front, the front facing of it. Veneers. Y'all know what veneers are. It's just on the front, they're thin. They can't really withstand too much. Then you have air bricks. These are bricks that have large holes so that air can circulate through it and it lessens the weight. These are used to sus suspend floors and cavity walls. Listen to me, hallelujah. Those bricks may not make sense to anybody else, but these bricks are used so that the wind, when that wind blows, <laughs> when this wind blows, Hallelujah. I'm able to sustain it because I put the white bricks behind the veneer. You just see what's pretty outside, but you don't know. I got bricks that can withstand the weight. I got bricks. Hallelujah. That as the wind blows, it's not going to make my building shudder because I was prudent. I was for Nemos. I put bricks in here that let the wind move through my structure so that the structure doesn't knock me down. Listen, as you pray, as you fast, as you seek the Lord, you're building your house. God is putting bricks in place. Amen. So that you can withstand the storms of life, so that you can withstand trouble, so that you can withstand, amen, difficulty, so that you can withstand whatever it is that is facing you. But if you don't allow him to build this house right, and you put the wrong, if you put the wrong bricks in the wrong place, you're going to have a pretty house, but you're not going to be able to withstand the storms and the wind. So you got to have you got to have some of these air bricks. Then you have perforated bricks. These are bricks that sometimes have cylindrical holes that are drilled through the brick. OK, and they are light in weight, but but you're able to fuse uh, uh, other uh, structures to these bricks so that they can hold the building up. Then you have bullnose bricks. These are 
bricks that are molded with round angles. And then you have paving bricks. These are the bricks that have a good amount of iron in them and they're used for paving for the ground. You know what I'm saying? This is how come when you put these paving bricks on the ground and you're walking on these structures, these rocks are not being tore up. These rocks, amen, can last through the wind, through the rain, through the stomping. Come on here. People wearing boots on them. People, amen, stomping on them. They playing jump rope on them. Hallelujah. Why? Because these bricks have been reinforced with iron and they have been specifically placed for the ground. Don't you know that if you if so so what if I what if I take a paving brick and I and I try to put it someplace that it doesn't belong? It's good for the pounding, but it's not gonna be hallelujah accurately placed, and, and because of that, it's not gonna have its accurate use. And therefore, there is some part of my building structure that is gonna suffer loss because I put the wrong brick in the wrong place. Then you have capping bricks. These bricks are used to cap off the top of freestanding walls, okay? And you have hollow bricks, okay? And they are usually one-third of the weight of normal bricks. And these are used mostly in the partitions of walls and for, you know, where load-bearing is not required. So you have walls that carry weight, that whole weight, that the, the weight of the house rests on these walls. You do not put hollow bricks where a load-bearing wall is because that those bricks are not structured properly to be able to hold that weight. Why am I telling you about all these bricks? Is this Mason class? No, this is not Mason's class. But I need you to understand that we are being created to be a house for God. We sing the song, Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer, a house of prayer. Well, listen, how do you feel? How do you think that God is going to make you a house of prayer unless he fills you with the right kind of brick? How He's trying to create us to be what he wants us to be. And so we need to know what is it that he wants. Why? Because he said, if you don't build this house, hallelujah. He said, if you don't build this house right, he said, you're going to be like, first of all, if you do it right, you're going to be like the wise man who built this house upon the rock. And when those storms come, you're going to make it. When that rain comes, you're going to make it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to cry. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel the pain. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel out of place. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel like your life is over sometimes. Come on here, even as a believer. It does not mean that you're not going to feel like this is the end. I can't take no more. But because your structure has been built properly, when the rains come, when the, when the flood comes, when you feel overwhelmed, the flood, amen, symbolizes times and seasons in your life. When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel like you can't make it, when you feel like life is just too much, like I've just had all I can stand. Lord, and if, if you bring one more thing, it's just going to break me down. When those floods come, <laughs> because you have the right bread. And because you are this wise man, this Phronimos man, hallelujah, that built your house upon the rock, hallelujah, and you follow God's instructions. Did you follow his instructions? Did you do what he told you to do? Did you listen? Did you, did you get yourself in a position to be a follower, my God? And I need to deal with that because that's a hard thing for many of us. We do not 
want to follow. We'll follow, but we don't want to tell nobody we follow it. Or we try to fake it like we're following. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. You got to understand that you cannot be, especially in these times in which we're living, you're not going to be able to be everything that God wants you to be unless you let him build you from the inside out. What are you building with? What is your house made of? Listen to me. And I don't care what nobody says. I believe that the mother goose stories, amen, the, the big bad wolf and the three pigs, I don't care what they say. They snatched that from scripture. They snatched it from the Bible. This huff and puff and blow your house down. And how come it was that the only, the little pig who had his house built with brick was the house that stood? This, I don't care what you say, they snatched it from scripture. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's keep reading. Verse 26. And he says, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. This word foolish is moros. It is the same word, that the same root word that we get moron from. Oh, y'all don't want to hear that. It means somebody who is dull, somebody who is foolish. It comes from the Hebrew word for a fool in senseless wickedness. So what Jesus is saying, your disobedience makes you wicked. You ain't ready. You're not ready. You won't follow because you're wicked. You won't, you won't pay attention because in your heart is wickedness. Y'all not ready for the real gospel of Jesus Christ. Y'all want, y'all want, y'all want, you want, Mary had a little lamb. Listen, yes, she did. But guess what? Mary's lamb grew up. Hallelujah. And gave his life on the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. And he was resurrected on the third day. And he's coming back with power. Hallelujah. He's coming back with a two-edged sword. Hallelujah. That comes out of his mouth. Glory to God. And it's going to devour. Hallelujah. Everything that ain't like him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if you're not ready to receive that sword, shame on you. Let me tell you this right now. When you do not follow God's word, there is wickedness in your heart. And the things that you go through are going to be senseless. They are fully avoidable. But because you won't yield your heart to follow, you got to yield your heart to follow God. You got to yield your heart to follow God. In the, in an hour where people are following themselves, they are following their own mantras, following, you know what I'm saying, their teachers because their, their ears are itching and they want to hear what they want to hear. You better tune your ear to what God is saying so that you can follow God. Hallelujah. You a follower? Who you following? And what are you building with? So Jesus says, he says, I'm likening him unto a foolish man. Hallelujah. Moros. Hallelujah. Fool. A foolish man. It's the same thing that Jesus is saying in Matthew 5 and 22. He says, but I say unto you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says to you, fool, you'll be liable to 
hell to the hell of fire. That's the same. This is the same. The same thing. You don't call your brother a moron. You don't call your brother a fool. But Jesus is saying, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that this is what you put yourself in position of when you don't follow my instructions. Why? You know, and we used to hear this and our pastor used to say this years ago. Why die before your time? Why, why suffer while other people are being healed? Huh? Come on. Why? Why be foolish? Why go through unnecessary Test and trial. There are some things that we have been aligned for that it is the will of God. We are going to have to endure those things. We're going to have to go through those things. But then there are things that because of our disobedience, because of our refuse, our refusal to follow, because of our wickedness in our own hearts, we end up going through. Hallelujah. And what happens? What 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 is the demise? Of this moros man, not from Nemos, but this moros man. Hallelujah. What is the result of this moros man? Hallelujah. Verse 26 says, Amen. Matthew 7 and 26, he says, And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man, moros, who built his house on the sand. Now, it's one thing to look at a structure and say, Why would you build here? But it's something altogether different when you understand that sand once. And listen, Jesus is being expressive here because he's talking about what is going to succumb to the elements. When the sand, when the wind hits the sand, let's look at the elements that he talks about. He says, when he says that when the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and heat. <laughs> Let me, let me, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to verse 24. Because I need you to see this. Verse 24 says, let's look at, well, 25. And he says, and the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall. Now go back to 26. 27. And the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and the heat beat against that house because you didn't build right you were subject to elements that you would not normally be subject to if you had the right bricks the bricks can withstand the heat if you would have had those bricks that were baked in the oven which were tempered for heat come on here somebody then when the heat from the sun, amen, and the temperatures, amen, and all of the adverse elements came, hallelujah, you would be able to stand. So here's another element that you didn't even plan for because you were morose and not from Nemos. You weren't wise. You were foolish because you allowed yourself to be ensnared in your own wickedness. This is serious. Because when we see people who are disobedient, we just say, you know, just get yourself together. Get in obedience. No, you're wicked. You're wicked. You're wicked. <laughs> you won't follow God. You're disobedient. And you cannot be wicked and be a son of God. Oh, hallelujah. 
because you know what's going to happen to the sons of God, so to speak, who are wicked. The Bible says that the children of the kingdom, y'all know the verse, are going to be cast into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's no place in heaven for you, wicked man. Moros man, there's no place in heaven for you. You cannot be disobedient and be God's son. Sons, amen, denotes, amen, a heart that follows the father. Sonship denotes, amen, a spirit that is subject to the voice of the father. Sonship denotes, hallelujah, a submissiveness, a relationship, amen, a connectedness, amen, hallelujah, a genealogy, a DNA that is specific so that even if I tried to get away from it, I can't get away from it. It's in my DNA to obey. Hallelujah. It's in my DNA to walk like my father. It's in my DNA to talk like my father. Hallelujah. I can't help it. Even when I'm not trying, I sound like my father because it's in me because I'm from Nemo's man. And I build, I build with the right bricks because I heed his voice and I follow his instruction. I'm going to stop right there. Hallelujah. Because I don't want you to choke. I want you to get all of this in. What kind of bricks are you building with? What are you building with? Are you following God? Are you allowing yourself to be subject to elements that you would not normally be subject to because of your wickedness and your disobedience? So today, if you have been morose, man, and have not followed God. I want to pray with you. I want to pray. And the only prayer that we can pray is a prayer of repentance. Lord, forgive us for our wickedness. Get wickedness out of us. Get disobedience out of us so that we follow you with our whole heart so that everything that is in us, God, that we would follow you, that we would obey you, that we would build even in places that other people would say that we could not build. So that the winds that when they come, it cannot blow against the sand and blow away my foundation. So that when the rain comes, it cannot wash away my foundation. So that when the floods come, it cannot cause my foundation to sink and move back out to sea. Help me, oh God, to walk in obedience and follow your word. I want to be from Nemo's man. I want to be your son. I want to be that one that is prudent and skillful and builds with the right stuff in the name of Jesus. Do it in us today, God. We ask you to wash us and cleanse us. Give us the right heart and the right mind. We want to follow your word. We want to follow what you have said. We want to be who you have called us to be. And we don't want us to stand in the way in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you and I give you praise. And I pray for those that are unsaved, those that are not born again. I pray that you would let this word hit their heart, that they would give their life to you, that they would yield to you in the name of Jesus. And all you have to do if you want to be saved is just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Your word says that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, and that God has raised him from the dead. If I believe it, that I will be saved. I believe it and I confess my sins because you are faithful and just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, I am saved. And Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost because I need power.
I need power to stand. I need power to resist sin. I need power to be Phronimos man, a skillful man, a wise man, a prudent man that can heed your voice and follow your instructions in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Immerse City Now podcast. If you were blessed by this message today and would like to partner with us by way of giving, you can go to our website at www.emergecity.org and click the Give tab and sow your seed today. We thank you for listening to Emerge City Now. Subscribe and share this message with someone as we take Christ into culture.